Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I am so happy to have you here. We'll be here for as long as it takes, and I can't wait to bring this show to you today. We are presented by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp.com for all your sports betting needs is always your best bet. CashWithFlash.com, we have all sorts of things going on over there. We've got college basketball packages, NBA packages, NFL packages, daily picks. We're on a run with his NFL business, 31-9-1. That's not bad. And 41-25-2 overall, not so shabby. We're going to get back into this with the hoops. But it's going to take a few minutes to catch that back up. We're in a little bit of a slump, but that's okay. That's all part of it. It's all part of the gambling business. And now it's time to cue that music. Jamie and Smith, you are in the house. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Phil? How you doing, man? I- I'm trying my best. How about you, man? How, how- I- I'm elated right now. Yeah. I am elated. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves, your 2021 yes, yes, yes. World Series champions. Big shout out to Alex Anthopoulos and the rest of that crew for basically pulling off a 1969 miracle. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, not only uh, Anthopoulos, but Brian Snicker did a hell of a job. He sure did, and they were calling for his head, remember? Yeah, they was. They was calling for his head, but the way he had his team steady and going in the right direction and, you know, just have a calming influence on the team, you know, just have them – Still believing in themselves, man. And it was just a great feeling. It was a glorious ride. Uh, we've been we've been on these rides before with the Braves and the end in disaster. This time we finally got to the promised land. Well, you sure did. And you know, Jorge Soler, well done with his redemption. Three bombs in the in the World Series. And then you got Eddie Rosario, who had a great, great playoff run. Max Fried pitched his ass off last night. You know they came through. They could have, they could have been in big trouble. You know you lose Acuna, who's who's basically your fire plug. He's a star, mm-hmm. and then Morton gets his leg broke, mm-hmm. and, and you're like, what? We must be snake bit. But you know, Snicker didn't allow that to happen. The Freddie Freeman is is the probably one of the most underrated baseball players on the planet, and winners. Are you going to the yep. parade? Uh, I'm gonna try. Um, <laughs> is the school be... is the school board gonna let you? Yeah, man. They the school is, is done here in Atlanta. They all schools are canceled here, so <clears throat> it's gonna be pandemonium on Friday. Oh, good for us! I can't <laughs> wait to watch be... that. 
It's gonna be pandemonium on Friday. I think this will have uh either two parades or one big one going from Peak Street up into Cobb County to uh Truish Park. So <clears throat> we shall see how that goes. I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. And good for the Atlanta Braves, good for the city. You know, they need a champion and, and they got one. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I've been on cloud nine all day. I've been trolling the trolls. You know, it's, it's funny, like other cities who troll us. Like, take New York, New York fans. I'd be like, hey, so when's the last time y'all won a trophy? What? Well, we got. Nope. Yeah, every time you talk about Atlanta, you throw. Last time y'all ain't won nothing since 1995. And I, when's the last time you guys won something? Oh, well, the Giants won the two. Well, I was like, oh, we, we're approaching a decade now. You sound it's, it's getting uh, the statute of limitations going, going on those things. So, you know, it's just, I've had fun today. It's well worth it, well deserved. Frederick Charles Freeman, as you said earlier, he's my favorite player in baseball. Uh, just he, for him to stick through the, the whole process, we was rebuilding, and to see him get rewarded now for the World Series ring. And he also homered last night as well. You know, my mom, she loves. Freddie Freeman. She loves his kids. She's loved everything about Freddie Freeman. So, ah, man, it's just been a great feeling today. I'm sure it has, you know. Um, and the best part of it all is they beat those cheaters. Yeah. That's called karma. Yeah. Cheating is no good. You shouldn't cheat at anything you do. You know, cheaters never win. They might have won. They, they might have uh, kept the Yankees from uh, doing what they were doing. And they might have kept that big kid uh, judge from winning the MVP. And they kept the Dodgers from winning the World Series. Mm -hmm. But you know what? They did not get over on the Atlanta Braves. And congratulations, Atlanta. You deserve it. I got to tell you. And you know who else deserves this? The Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Yeah, I I plucked that feather. Remember when we talked about it on the show? I said, I don't care what happens with Dak Prescott. Play the Cowboys on the money line and cash with Flash. And I hope you all did because that was a plus 186 bomb there. Yeah, you did. You did. I think I said it as well. I didn't, you I sure didn't care. did. I didn't care who started. It was going to be the, the Vikings is the, the exact. If you're a Vikings fan, I feel for you because you lost every way imaginable this season and during the Kirk Cousins there. It's like, how do you get outplayed by Cooper Rush? How do you, I mean, like, seriously, you're at home, primetime, and the, the Cowboys were helping you. They had penalties, turnovers. Oh, that last two minutes. Wounds, oh, my God. And they overcame all of injuries. They overcame all of that and defeated the Minnesota Vikings. What a bummer. You know, Michael, who comes on the show every Monday, he's been a – Vikings fan for well over 50 years and and he took the Cowboys so I mean it it is what it is I mean all I know is it looked kind of dicey there at the end you know it looked as if you know Dallas they they were uh, uber aggressive on defense Mm -hmm. they were they got a couple bad calls against them I thought one of them bad maybe yeah and and some roughing you know they're they're roughing the path yeah and kicking that kid out of bounds, that wasn't very smart. But you know what? At the end of the day, hats off to the Dallas Cowboys. Cooper Rush. You know, there's a commercial there somewhere. Coop to Coop. 
Because <laughs> that you was know, the sweetest pass I've seen in a long time, by the yeah, way. Yeah, man. And Amari Cooper, man, he don't get a he gets a lot of flack because he's been dealt with injuries, this that, and another. But he's a calm, like I said, the word calm. If he's the common influence on his on his Cowboys offense, whenever they need a play or a big first down, they look for him. Now, they, now the explosive plays, yeah, CD Lamb, Cedric Wilson, but they need that one key play. They always look for Amari Cooper, man. He came through. He had love the the massage thing going on his hamstring. Came in, made a huge catch down the field. I think he bounced off the defender's chest, and he ended up with it. Then the fade route for the touchdown, game winning toe tap, little toe drag swag, if you will, to seal the victory, man. It, I mean, I knew you know it's crazy. I was watching that last drive, like Cooper Rush is going to do this. He's going to do it. And Dad Gummy, he did do it. So and Dad Gummy, he did do it, didn't he? Now the question though I have is, what keeps them? <coughs> what keeps Dallas from winning the NFC Conference this year and going That's to the a, Super Bowl? Two words. He, two words. Right now, he's in some. He's in some trouble with the NFL and with his own team, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that, That's the only hurdle they have not gotten over or exercise that demon is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you can say Brady, but as you can see, opening night, they went toe-to-toe with Brady, though. They sure so, did, yeah. In Tampa Bay, opening night, uh, a couple of missed field goals. They they went, they went outplayed Tampa, but Tampa won the game. And, and Dallas is a better team since then. You can't say that Tampa Bay is a better team since then. Um. Yeah, that bad man in Green Bay, he got the cold COVID issues and he's unvaxxed and whatever. Yeah, he lied about it. Yeah, lied about it. And the NFL is investigating the Packers. There's a lot of foolishness going on right now (laughs) with that. But that's the only thing I see. Oh, and I forgot about those guys in Los Angeles. Yeah. I can't forget forget about it. Picking up Von Miller is huge. Picking up Von Miller is huge. Stafford just, he just fits with the Rams like a glove. I said, I mean, now you seeing um, Sean McVay offense going in all gears with Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford having per- perhaps the best seasons of his career. And it's just funny what happened when you when, when when a talent like that gets some t- get some talent around him. Cause look at the Lions right now. I mean, look at the Rams. You know, what I mean? so it's just funny. But I, but personally, me personally, I, I think it's Aaron Rodgers that would stop the Cowboys from possibly going to the Super Bowl. That makes sense. You know, I think that the Arizona Cardinals might have something to say about that. They do have a plus 108 point differential. That's pretty big. I like what you said about the Rams. Matthew Stafford is my favorite player in the league. I'm a Lions fan, so I, and I love the guy. But he had Megatron also. So, I mean, he's had better receivers than what he's got. I think what he has is a surrounding cast that's much better, like on the yes. defensive side of things. Yeah. I think Arizona is a good football team. Tampa Bay, yeah. You know what? You don't want to draw Tampa Bay early in the playoffs, I don't think. But when you talk about Green Bay, you got Aaron Rodgers. He's probably lost the trust of his teammates. Devontae Adams is also on that list, and he is in big trouble too. Mm-hmm. Now they're both out for who knows how long. Right. I, I know one thing. Aaron Rodgers is out for ten days for sure, right. and he didn't tell the truth. 
So basically what he's telling us is that he doesn't give a rat's ass about the Green Bay Packers or his team or telling the truth. Now, I'm a guy who believes that if you want to take the vaccination, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine too. But don't lie about it. Don't tell me you're vaccinated when you're not. Because obviously he said he was immunized. Where? Did you go to the same school that Donald Trump did? I mean, come on, stop all that. You know, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's a little uh, peculiar at times. But I think the biggest fight you're going to have is either Arizona or the Rams. I don't know which one is going to put up the most fight, but I would bet money that Dallas is going to end up in the Super Bowl this year. Mm, Unless unless Dak Prescott gets hurt. uh, Well, it's, it's not... It's not going wood there. Oh, yeah, don't, let's, don't not, let's not be conjuring up any damn demons here. But it's like, I, I'll say this. You know, you know, I'm, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I felt, maybe since 2014, where I was like, okay, these guys got a shot. It's just something about, it's just something about what's going on. You're like, okay, these, these guys, they have, they kind of cowered. Ooh, I was listening to the herd. And he made a good point. The Cowboys have a playmaker in every position group on the team. They got a playmaker on the defensive line, the linebacker, and in the secondary. Got a playmaker on the offensive line, running backs, and right receiver. You got playmakers all over the field. And they and they're all on on rookie somewhat contracts. And that and that is the makings of a championship team. Cause once you gotta start paying people, you're in trouble. All of the, the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Ooh, what a dumpster fire they're turning into. Ah. To me, that's amazing. You know, I don't even know what to say about all that. What I do know is, is it should be an interesting seven or eight weeks left, 10 weeks, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And we shall see, you know. um, Don't forget to go buy my picks. My football picks have been fire, boy. I tell you, I yeah, was man. five in one Sunday, right? Yeah, you, you've been on it with the football. Yeah, the basketball. You know, you know what the, what's happened with the basketball is I made some plays, some three unit plays I shouldn't have, and because we're only four games under five hundred, so I mean it shouldn't be as bad as it is. But when I looked at my book from last year, I was down. I was like one in fourteen to start the season. Oh wow! Oh, and baseball, I had a hundred unit season, right? It was fantastic. I smashed for real. And I was down like 15 or 16 units right off the bat. And it was like, what the hell? But I think I'm a slow starter. It's like that with my tennis. It's like that with everything, I guess. But at the end of the day, cashflowflash.com is that place. And if you're in New Jersey or Colorado, then you got to go over to Play Up Sportsbook. It's always your best bet. Go over there. The lines are so good, man, over there. And, and I love using them. It's too bad I live in New York and can't do that. But it is what it is, Jay. Now the Hawks, the Hawks, man. Uh huh. They have they're playing right now, and hope and we'll be able to watch the second half because we won't be much longer. Uh, they have a big game tomorrow night with the Jazz on Thursday. I guess it would be we're going to publish this show on Thursday in the morning, but that's a big game for Atlanta. Atlanta, do you feel like Atlanta has kind of let you down a little bit this year? Well, no, because um. I say maybe one or two games. I thought they could have played better. <clears throat> the Cleveland game for sure. Um, it's just at the beginning of the season right now. It's just October. You know, teams in, in November weather. 
and teams are still finding their way and finding their groove. I would rather for us to be like where we at right now and hit that groove at the end of the season, like they did last year, where to start off on fire. Then some, I think they, I think the offense has been stagnant some. The defense can't be better. Uh, Herder has struggled. Bogey has struggled. Uh, but I love what I'm seeing from Cam Reddish. Um, Trey Young, he, he's Trey Young, but I, I think the 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 whole calling of the ref, calling of the uh, the fouls, the none calling of the fouls, is in his is is in his head zone. So once he get that out of his head and just go play basketball, he'll be okay. Uh, right now they they're going against the Nets. Uh, and Marty got like you said, he got a huge game against the Jazz. Just, like I told my team, why coach man, some teams are a litmus test to see where you at. Some teams you know you're better than, but some teams you know this the, the game against Utah is gonna be a litmus test because Utah is pretty good. Uh, they got a great offense, they play great defense, and they're a well coached team. So it's gonna be if they can get this tonight and play well and possibly win. Uh, Thursday, they should be okay because they got a tough West Coast road trip coming up uh, next week, I believe. Yeah, they do. Um, I'm a fan of the Utah Jazz. Ever since Pistol Pete Maravich was traded from the Atlanta Hawks to the uh, Utah Jazz, I've been a fan of the Jazz because Pete Maravich was probably my all-time favorite player. Uh, They're 3-1 on the road against the spread. This is a team that's second-best defense in the league. They're fully healthy. That's a big thing, too. You know, when you're that healthy and, and you have that continuity, you know, they didn't change much to their team, did they? No. Nope. You ever notice they don't do that? You've got player. They added Hassan Whiteside, and I think that makes them even more dangerous because now they have Rudy Gobert on the floor for 48 minutes a game. And, and that's something. Now, he may be out for this matchup with the Hawks. And if he is, he is. I mean, they've got Whiteside for that reason, you know. Mm-hmm. So what are, what are you going to do about that? At the end of the day, though, the Hawks are 3-0 and against the spread at home. They, they have the 19th-ranked defense right now. And, and I think that pro- probably part of that is due to the fact that, you know, they kind of maybe their heads swole a little bit from that run they made in yeah, the playoffs. That may be true. That may be- they're a young team, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, you got to rip, and none teams got to reel them in. You know, uh, Nate's I think gonna Nate do McMillan's going to do that. And he's going to do that. You know, I just think they're not as playing, especially on the road. That's what at home you're not really worried about them. Like for for uh, for a minute, you was always worried about the Hawks on the road and at home. Now you're not not really worried about them on uh, at home. You know, they're going to come out, play hard, play strong in front of the crowd. But on the road, especially those. Low games that the crowd may not be too much enthused. It's like like right now they're playing excellent against Brooklyn. It's probably their best road uh, performance all year besides the New Orleans victory. But when they go into places like uh, Cleveland, Washington, you don't get their best effort. You know, I, I, I don't know if it's the crowd. I don't know if they just fit. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I can't put my finger. But it just seems like we're going to places like Charlotte. That's another place they struggle. Uh, I know, yeah, Cleveland, Charlotte, play Washington. They they struggle. Just places like that, man. They always struggling, and I don't know why. I have no idea, but they're banged up too. The Hawks are, 
You know, they're not fully healthy, and it's still early in the season. That's what I tell my customers, Jay. Mm-hmm. I say, just slow down. It's two weeks into the season. Right. You know, they changed that rule change that you mentioned previously. Well, not it's not really a rule change. It's kind of like how referees are now interpreting. It's getting kind of like it used to be, a little more aggressive, a little more physical. And I think that's okay. Um, but for your handicap, when you're expecting James Harden to get to the line 20 times and he gets to the line three, you know, that's kind of a, a messy thing. And Trey Young's not getting the calls that he was getting. Herder wasn't getting, ain't getting no calls. And, and that's a tough thing. Their bench is the 11th best in the NBA right now. And that's not bad. They're up against the top bench in the NBA with uh, the Utah Jazz. So it should be a pretty fun game. I don't think we can make a prediction just yet because we don't know what's going to happen with the Nets game. We don't know who's going to be left on Atlanta. But one thing we do know, that's going to be an incredible game. And it's going to be a lot of fun to watch on a Thursday night. And I'm looking forward to it. I, I can't wait to watch the second half of the Hawks game. I, I, I'm getting into it again. Now, someone asked me a question, Jay, about uh, about bankroll management. You know, when you're betting. And, you know, I, I think it's because I'm in a slump. And that's okay. I own, you know what? I'm probably one of the few people who own their wins and their losses. I will tell you straight up I lost. I, I have no problem with that. I don't mind telling you I lost because I'm going to win more than I lose and I'm going to get hot for real. You see me do this for a dozen years, maybe not getting this kind of slump too often, but still, you know, just missing by a point here, point there. Those free throws are killing us. But bankroll management is the number one asset you can have as a gambler, as a sports better. No one, you, first of all, you have to have money that you're not afraid to lose because that's one of the biggest problems. As guys, Jay, they go into this thinking they're going to get rich. They hire a guy like me because they had a, I had a great season or I've had a great like four or five seasons, stuff of that nature. But at the end of the day, your whatever system you use should revolve around 100 units. Now, I know some professional gamblers who don't do that. They have their own play, their own way they do it. But that should be checked daily so you're always in the game. You know, guys go all in. They got they play with whatever's in their left pocket, and that's it. And then they bitch because they lost. You know, don't play with your rent money. Don't play with your kid's college fund. Don't play with your girlfriend's Christmas presents. Stick around, play for the season, and cash. And to do that, you got to be able to mind your money. You know, you have to set aside a certain amount. It's called a bankroll that you're not afraid to lose. But yet is enough to cover 100 units, whatever that is. If all you have is 100 bucks, then play a dollar a, a dollar a unit, and then adjust as things go on. This way, you're in the game for a long time. If you don't have one of those, honestly, Jay, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. You are screwed. You're right. <laughs> you know, I know guys who put 100 bucks into one of these bet online accounts mm-hmm. and just play parlays. Right. They play 10 bucks a shot, 10 times. And they figure if I can't win by these ten, that's it. But that's a hundred bucks, or I'll just put another hundred bucks in. Yeah, you know. But then you've got other guys who think they can put a couple hundred bucks in. They probably need to pay their rent, and their and their handicapper goes on a, a losing streak. Not good. Bankroll management is important. I talk about them in both my books. If you Google bankroll management and Phil Nasons or Cash with Flash, you're going to see an entire article that I dedicated from my book so that anyone 
who Googles it can find it and learn from it. And I think that's important. Bankroll management matters. Boston, Miami tomorrow night, too. Celtics are playing right now. Miami. Miami's playing crazy ball, man. What's yeah, up man. with them? Yeah. I, I ripped on Jimmy Butler the other day, and all of a sudden now he's a... <laughs> yeah. But, hey. you know, I didn't really rip on him. I mean, I just said he done once he won. Yeah. And the thing about with Miami is they're scoring and scoring a lot. They they are they are pouring their own teams. Uh, Kyle Lowry has been a great addition, but uh, Tyler Hero has been balling. Tyler Hero is, is he probably heard all the things that you said about him over the last year, and, and he's probably ready to light you up because he's lighting everybody else up. Yeah, man, he averaging what twenty two off the bench, twenty three off the bench, over four percent for three. And that's a huge – if you got that guy going off the bench, then it makes everybody else's life very easy. It's easier to play defense. It's easier to hit shots because you got a guy who you don't go come down and either take that shot or knock down that shot. So I think they're playing a whole lot more relaxed than usual. Like, uh, not sure. I'm trying, I'm trying to think, man. They, 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 they like Jimmy Butler, he, he, he had like, what, 16 rebounds the other night? Their defense is, is is playing way better than expected, uh, and they probably gonna get a win tomorrow against the Celtics. Uh, the kind of Celtics, I just read they just had a player only meeting, and it's not looking too good in Boston. No, it's not. You know, it hasn't looked good since Brad Stevens entered the picture. You know, when you fawn over your students and your players the way he does, and you can see he's not a tough guy. You know. It, it can cause problems. It's it's one thing when you're in college and you're trying to be somebody's big brother. These are professional athletes. They don't need a big brother. They have plenty of those. Um, what they need is a coach, someone who can put their foot down and stop. Now, he's out of that picture, but he's still running the show. And this guy they picked up, you know, I, I get it. You, you're trying to be more diverse. I understand that. I respect that. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. However... <laughs> when it comes to coaching and head coaching, we don't change. You know, Martin Luther King says something that I really enjoyed, and I've been I've had that in my heart since I was a little boy, and that is, I want you to judge by the content of their character and not the color of their skin. And I don't need to see a coach get hired just because he's black. Right. I want or white or green or blue for that matter. I want the best guy for the job. I think these are elite positions, and only the elite should get hired. People at the top. Now, I, I don't know much about this coach in Boston, but I know there are coaches that are unemployed that are probably in a better position to coach that team than he is, I, I think. <laughs> and you make, a, you make a great point, man, but the coach in Boston, Duque. They, they, yeah, that's him. Yeah, he, you know, but he's from that – he he's a no nonsense coach. He's from the San Antonio Popovich uh, old school tree of coaching and playing, where he don't like the nonsense and the foolishness. So the Celtics got to figure something out. Brad Stevens got because that first the roster is very unbalanced. I think I think we've talked about this before. The, mm-hmm. the, the Celtics issues we we I think we've harped on it before that the, they gonna have to make a decision on one of the Jays. Which one do you choose? Whoever gives me the most. Ooh, 
<laughs> I have a dumpster fire. If I'm if I'm if I'm Brad Stevens, and thankfully I'm not. I think I've been more successful as a coach than he has. But if I uh, were him, I would put both those kids on the market and see what I can get for both of them. Now, I still have a bag of picks in my hand from Danny Ainge's era when he refused to use them, except when he wanted to throw them away on people like Kyrie Irving. Uh, at the end of the day, I would get rid of both of them. I would reset, retool, re-whatever, tank, whatever it takes to rebuild my team and make it a team that will play for this head coach that you hired. Right. You know, you hired him, right. Mr. Stevens. And, and I think that the Boston media is going to bury their, them alive at some point. They've been playing awful. They're on a three-game losing yeah, streak man, right now. Yeah, man, that Chicago game. Jesus Christ. Uh, you picked that game. You picked that game correctly, man. That, that Chicago and Boston game. Uh yeah, that's one of the few I got right the last two weeks. And the, thing, and the Boston was up, what, 20-some 20, 20 points? And yeah. Chicago came back, man. That, that's a bad omen. I know I said earlier about uh, it's early and this, day and the other. No, some teams got some serious issues that they need to work out, and the Boston Celtics is one of them. Woo. Listen to these numbers. They're the 23rd best bench in the league. That never used to be the case in Boston. They are 19th in offensive efficiency and 26th in defensive efficiency. They're going nowhere fast. And they're on a three-game losing streak. Now, they'll probably beat Orlando tonight. I, I say probably because I, I wouldn't count on anything with that crew. But it is what it is. And against Miami, you're dealing with the top bench. There's three benches that are at the top. Utah, Miami, and I can't remember the third one off the top of my head. But they're second in defense, offensive efficiency, the Heat. And first in defensive efficiency. They're on a five-game winning streak. They got this Tyler Hero kid going bananas off the bench. And no <laughs> one seems to stop him. Right. In fact, it you it says a lot when a guy like Jimmy Butler defers to you, like he did last night. And, and that was a big thing. So I don't have a pick for this, but you know, I, I, I think I would lean toward looking at um the Miami Heat in this one. It's an eight point spread. We don't know who's going to be still around for Boston yet. We'll have to wait and see now. We've got a big Sunday ahead of us. The halfway point is here. And again, you can get my the rest of the season, Jamie. I'm giving the rest of the season away, mm -hmm. plus the playoffs and the mm -hmm. Super Bowl of the NFL. Woo! For 99 bucks. Woo! That's a lot of research. I've been tearing things apart. <laughs> I've been ripping the NFL apart since my first two weeks. I started off so slow, and, and then I just caught fire the same way it's going to be with this basketball. We're going to have a big night tonight too, Jamie, and I feel like it. Now, what games are you interested in this week? Do you have any games that you're looking forward to? Obviously, the Dallas game being one of them, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It, oh, uh, the Saints versus Falcons, man. Oh, oh yeah. You you have a special relationship with the Falcons. <laughs> I I can say it was special. I, I live here, but it's just it's just fun to see uh, this rivalry. Uh, it's fun to see it's fun to see this this rivalry and the trash talk between these two fan bases. I don't hate the Falcons. I like the Falcons. I have no issues with the Falcons whatsoever, man. But with them and the Saints get, it's gonna be a one o'clock game on Fox. It's, it's gonna go down. I may even go to the bar and watch this game, man, because I it, you you can throw the, you can literally throw the records out the window with this game. 
All right. I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Because now Jameis is out. Jameis yeah. Winston's out. That was ugly watching yeah. that happen. I, I like that kid. You know, I'm not a Florida State fan, but I like that kid. I love watching him. I, I don't like betting on him. You know what I mean? Because you never know what's going to happen with him. But I'm looking forward to that game. You know the game I'm looking forward to is the Vegas-New York Giants game. Vegas is a three-point-away favorite. Now, we we have to bring this up. Henry Ruggs III is yeah. no longer a member of the Raiders. You know, I don't want to throw any salt or any water on that fire, but it it pains me. I've been coaching for 38 years, and I got to tell you, it, it, professional athletes are tricky. They really are because they're in a different realm. Things are expected of them and what have you. But that young fella had no business being behind the wheel of any car, nah. let alone a fast car like that. And I, I hope that he doesn't do a lot of time, but I hope he takes this time before he gets in there. And I'm not talking about lifting weights and getting tough. I'm talking about getting his shit together because that young fella can fly. Maybe he, maybe that's what he likes to go. He obviously he likes to go fast, but that young man has some talent, mm-hmm. and we're never going to see him in the NFL again. And that that's a pity, you know. I see yeah. a lot of people talking about drunk driving. You know what? That lady, a young lady, got killed and her dog, and, and that that was heartbreaking to see the family talk about that. But at the end of the day, this is a twenty-two-year-old kid who made a very, very tragic mistake and it's going to haunt him for the rest of his life. You can see the look in his eyes. Okay, he might have been banged up a little bit, but you can see that picture of him in court today, that wasn't a, that wasn't pleasant. Yeah. And, you know, there's a young man who's going to have plenty of time. He's got a great legal team. Hopefully he doesn't do time. But I know the judge out there, Judge Bonaventure, and he's going to bury his ass. I can You can bet on that. Because he's got daughters and dogs. And more importantly, he hates drunk drivers. I lived in Vegas for 19 years. I never had any of these issues. But the bottom line is, he's got a problem. But so do the Raiders. Because this Giants team is not half bad. Nah, man. Um, They're supposed to win Sunday. <laughs> against the Chiefs. Danny Dimes. Uh... But they covered, and that's all that really yeah, matters. Yeah, they covered. That's all you're right. That's all that matter. Uh, to us, anyway. I mean, not to him, obviously. The Giants are dealing with a lot of injuries. I don't really trust. The Raiders are not. A, uh, I don't think they're a good road team. They play f- phenomenal at home, but on the road, I think the Giants, they can get them. They can get them. Not only cover, but money line-wise, they can get the Raiders uh, Sunday. That's not a bad call, really. I mean, we're not making any plays. Or any picks here, but that's an interesting game. You know, the other interesting game for me is the New England Patriots Carolina Panthers game. Christian McCaffrey is expected back. Oh, fancy! New England I, I, hope, a, I hope so. Oh yeah. You know what? In New England, New England is a uh, three and a half point favorite on the road. Mm. They just came up with a monster game with the Chargers. We had that at Cash with Flash. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing how New England responds after a unexpected victory. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call that a. Uh, I wouldn't call it an upset over Justin Herbert and that crew, but it was unexpected. 
And I think that was pretty good. I want to see what that's going to come up with. Any, you got any other games that might be interesting to you? Uh, the Titans and the Rams. Yeah, that's on my list. Yeah, the Titans and the Rams. But without Derry Henry, man, I don't know. That's going to be tough. Tough sledding for the uh, Tennessee Titans. And in Los Angeles, too. Yeah. Oh, but I got one for you. It's been, it's a controversy going around. The Browns versus Bengals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Odell Beckham Odell Jr. is no Beckham. longer there with the go. team. There we go. There we go. Ba- Baker Mayfield missing them. The Odell's dad putting the video up, showing all the misplays and missed opportunities. Odell Beckham Jr. Why Cleveland didn't trade him during the, at the trade deadline? I have no clue. Uh, did, did, what happened to the Browns? My God. Baker Mayfield did. Ooh, P-U. Reality is hit. You know, their their, their defense is banged up. Yeah. Look, you were on the air with me the night I told everyone and their mother that Baker Mayfield is going to be a bust. I was wrong about that. He's not a bust, but he's not a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Or uh, he is with the Browns, but Mm -hmm. I don't think he's a starting quarterback on a playoff or championship type team. Odell Beckham is right. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've yeah. watched I watch every Browns game and, and I've seen Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. wide open. Yeah. Wide open in the end zone and Baker Mayfield doesn't make the read. Man, he made some of the silliest, non accurate throws. No way that Cleveland offense should be putting up ten to fifteen points. No, no. way. No way. No, no way. With those weapons, I know they they banged up some. They edge, but still, I mean, and this is why Cleveland hasn't paid Baker Mayfield yet, and they got to make a decision at the end of the year. Do they want to pay him, or do they are they going to let him go? They got to make a decision on Odell Beckham. It's like and you went to the they went to the AFC champion. They went to the AFC championship last year, but they went on the strength of their defense, the strength of their running game. And the game was simplified for Baker Mayfield. Now you don't have Nick Chubb. Now you don't have Kareem Hunt. Now it felt it falls on Baker Mayfield. He ain't stepping up. He, I know he's hurt some too, but those those reads and those plays, they're they're all in the water right now, man. And Cleveland got to do something, do something quickly. Well, they should. You know, they miss Kareem Hunt. We talk about this a lot on the Monday show because we recap the entire week that was, and, and I gotta tell you, Kareem Hunt is a look at what look at the Kansas City Chiefs how much they miss him. He's mm. a he's a real thir- three down back. He catches balls, he runs, he can be your lead back, and he can do damage. And they don't have that anymore. And the offensive line is the best in the business, and yet Baker Mayfield can't get it done. He can't see over the top of them. So he has to go right and left. And when you do when you do and you do that enough, you you tell the other teams, you know, these coaches on the sidelines and up in the booth, they spend the entire week preparing for you. Hmm. And in a lot of cases they've been preparing for some of these guys, some of these teams since the summer. Yep. So they know exactly what they want to do. Cincinnati on the other hand, we got the LSU connection over there, but their defense is surprisingly good. And they're coming off an upset loss. That was an upset with the Jets. That should be yeah. a really good game. Yeah, and Cincinnati's it, only favored by two and a half points at home. Ooh, I'm about to go with the Bengals in double, man. I'm about to go with the Bengals. Um, even though they lost to the Jets and Mike, Mike White 
their offense still putting up numbers. The defense has a little less to be desired, but I still like their offense with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon. I just think that offense will be too much for Cleveland on Sunday. I, I think it might be. And, and that defense is banged up also. Well, look what look what uh, Joe Burrow and company has done to these teams. It doesn't matter who it is. He's hammering them. The other game I'm looking forward to, I'm honestly looking forward to two more games, Jay. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to Green Bay, Kansas City, because I want to see what mm-hmm. Mahomes does. Okay. And the rest of that team. Okay. And I want to watch Chicago, Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh's on a three-game winning streak. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. The Bears look like a dumpster fire with Justin Fields, another OSU bust, quarterback bust. He's got a he's got a serious freaking hose too. But he just doesn't know where he he just doesn't have any idea where he's throwing the ball. Right. Now I mean that's awful. And when I say OSU, I don't mean Oklahoma State. I mean Ohio State. Quarterback you over there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the school the, the school that Joe Burrow wasn't good enough to start for, yet went to LSU. Won the Heisman and a national championship. So stick that up your backside, Urban Mal- Urban Meyer. <laughs> I love your choice. I love your choice of words with that. <laughs> yeah, man, you 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 exact you exactly right, man. I got another game for you. Okay. Thursday night, man, the Jets versus the Colts. Oh, I- <laughs> the battle of attrition there. Yeah, man. Can can Mike White do it? Mike, I just want to see Mike White. I got a special affection for Mike White. Mike White was the backup for the for the Dallas Cowboys for a long. Him and Cooper Rush was alternating years as backups for the Dallas Cowboys. That's right, because Dak Prescott, when they asked him about it, he said, "Of course, I'm going to watch him. That's my brother." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love Dak Prescott more and more every day. <laughs> yeah, um, Mike White. Matter of fact, he was the backup for Andy Dalton last year. And Ben DiNucci, then they had him on the practice squad when um when 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 Dak got hurt, but he was somewhere in there. But uh he got cut by the Cowboys and the Jets picked him up and he went on to have the best week last week of four over four hundred yards. So I wanna see was it just a fluke or can Mike White really 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 throw this thing, throw this pig skin around like that? Or is it time and I want I'm looking forward to seeing if it's time to put the elf back on the shelf. Ooh. Carson Wentz, the elf on the shelf. I don't know what to say about him, but Michael Pittman is a great player. I picked him up on my fantasy off the waiver yeah, wire this week. That's good. That's he's a dandy, isn't he? Yeah. And I'm Marlon Mack is my other favorite player in the NFL. I, I'm close with his agent, same agent as Mike Tomlin. I I just wish they would have traded him, but now he gets a full rest of the season to get well, and then he can go wherever he needs to go. But great stuff today, man. Lots of fun. Yeah, man. Great stuff, man. Great, great, great stuff, man. A lot of great games coming up this week that I cannot wait for. And go Braves. And I can't wait for them either. I'll start working on that tomorrow. And I'll have my picks up on Saturday. Everything else you can find at Cash with Flash. You can find Jamie and over at Mr. Out of Line on Twitter. And I suggest that you do because he can come up with some humdingers sometimes. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. I want to thank PlayUp.com. PlayUp Sportsbook for presenting this show and making sure that you get the best information possible and we get the best information possible. 
PlayUp is always your best bet. What a great sports book. What great people. I, I'm thrilled that they're a part of our, our team, and we're proud as hell to be a part of theirs. Until next time, y'all take care of yourselves. Be good, and most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. 